Oh, Tom Cochran. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Yes, sir. Welcome back. You're not here. No, it's all right. It's just amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Your showmanship is amazing. This is why we couldn't work together. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, tonight is Thursday. It is, uh, <laughs> I mean, really. Welcome back to the Late Night Playset to my friend at home. Thank you for joining me. Um, Somebody is throwing me for a loop. The energy in the room is a little bit different. If you couldn't tell, you'll know why in just a second. Um, Thursday, October 8th, 2020. Let's get this show back on the tracks here. Tonight is Thursday, October 8th, 2020. My name is Jay Ryan. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us in the Late Night Playset. Uh, it's a special night. It's a special night. Despite my nerves that are going through my head, they're shooting out. I've got energy. <laughs> it's an exciting night for all of us. And... Um, I don't know where to start, so I'm just going to tell you who our guest is tonight. Our guest is a former publicist. She's a former host. She's a current host who's on assignment. She is also uh, a blogger, and she is a soon-to-be-published author. Uh, you all know her as the, the former Mrs. Ryan. Now it's New Life of Old Nicole. <laughs> uh, Nicole Ryan is here. Hello, Nicole. Hello, hello, hello. It's my wife. It, she's got a short haircut, and she looks adorable in the Hawaii shirt. She hasn't been in the studio in a while when we've actually been recording. And, uh, and it's going to be a catch-up show. It's going to be one of those. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Now hello. that we're here and talking, <laughs> I, t- I wanted it to be a surprise for everybody. I should have told you that. It's actually 100% my fault, so I apologize. The energy is my bad. It looks amazing in here. It really feels fantastic, what you did. It's not like we're in the basement or anything. I mean, you've... You've, you've I've been, seen, you've seen it, it, but feel it feels. I feel. Oh, it. oh, I see. It's pretty rad. Oh. Well, you're on the other side too, and it's been a while since you sat over there. How does that feel? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Very. I'm getting used to being on this side of things. Yeah, you should. You should get really used to it. It's the most uncomfortable I've ever felt. I told Elizabeth yesterday, like. We did a photo shoot. She's we'll get a, to all that. Go ahead, tell your story. She's a photographer, but she—beautiful. Um, I'm so glad she was there because I was terrified and so nervous the whole time. And she's like, "I had no idea." You were nervous yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody knew that. I was petrified. I've, I'm so bad when there's any pressure. On me, I'm used to doling it out for everyone else, but when the camera's on me, I freeze like Noah's business. I, I do know that to be true. I think that's true of most people until they get used to it, right? There's very few naturals who are just, ha, ah, born in the spotlight, although there are a few. <laughs> there are a few, She, but uh, it's hard. It's way harder than I ever thought. Well, I think it's hard while you're trying, while you're still trying while you're still thinking about, oh, I got to make a good impression. Oh, I got to do this right. Once you let go and realize that people are here for you, not whatever you think you're doing, 
um, that's that that I think is a lesson that that somehow erases some of what you're feeling right now. You can't make it happen. I don't know when that happens. I think it's probably a very personal um, uh, thing. I th- comedians, most comedians who've been on the show have talked about how you know it, it's like five years before you even think you have your voice on on the stage. Like five years of touring, roading, like going up all the time. And that's a long ass time to get used to it to find your voice. But 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 once you do, they say you can kind of you get more comfortable, and that seems to be when people break. Like when they break, um, it's a term in your business. But you know when they make yeah. it. when they make it. It's it sounds and feels very similar to like once you open the door and you see something, you can't unsee it. Oh sure, like it's like always when you would learn something or whatever. Yeah, so it's there's this weird middle nebulous ground that I think a lot of people go through. I'm certainly going through of like trying to hold on to what you think you know, and it's like none of it's real. I've known this shooter game, right? for 20 years. We've gone through so many lives together. Like it was, the pretense was gone. Like you, I could have done anything yesterday and apologized if I needed to do or we could have high-fived like we're just so whatever well all right we're going to be talking this evening about a bunch of stuff we've got uh, TBTs to do we've got ECF to do I want to talk about as far as guest stuff we're going to talk about Mrs. Ryan's we're going to talk about book news book news we're going to talk about uh, your hair your photo shoot your (laughs) MS your chair your hair in your chair um, and, and anything else that you want to, but I kind of, you know, we haven't seen you for a while on the show. We want everyone to know that you're still alive for one. Um, but that your life is different than they've seen you so, uh, than since they've seen you last. Yes, it is. Yeah. Is there anything you want to start with? I don't, I don't care. There's no agenda. Um, sure there's a lot of things, uh, that you listed. It's awesome. Whatever it is. I'll... <laughs> Life is super different. My I don't talk as well, so that seems to be tripping me up. Um, but I'm doing a ton more writing, so I'm talking that way. And I found everything with this book seems to have a 20-year couch of like, I've known the person that shot the cover for 20 years. I met the guy that's producing this book with me through an old college roommate who I haven't talked to in almost 20 years. How interesting. So it's yeah. all sort of serendipitous and symbiotic how it's all, okay, well, that's good, right? Good start. Yeah. When I don't overthink it, there's a lot of magic to that. Like it's all coming together in a weird way. So when I get my head out of the game, stop overthinking things, it's better. <laughs> Do you want to talk at all about the mental part of it? The part of mental part of MS and or whatever else you're going through? Because I know that's a big part of it for you. People think, oh, she can't walk, and that's her struggle. And like, yeah, that's true. She can't walk, and that is definitely a struggle. She can't stand, as a matter of fact, almost. But uh, there's so much mental fatigue, mental, I don't know what you, what you would call it, but that's where you're fighting a lot of your battles that people cannot see at all. The most succinct way to say it, now that I feel what's happening, because for a while you don't know, you can't feel what's happening, you just feel that something's happening. Yeah 
it's the weirdest, but you think everything's normal, at least I did, so you try to act like everything's normal, and everyone's like, something's up, goes it down. Do you think that's part of old you going like, I got to cover this up, nobody should know, blah, 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 because you're old, <laughs> she was professional sweep it under the carpet person for celebrities and stuff as a publicist. Somebody got somebody was smoking weed. Oh, get, make that go away. I think there's tons to it, but I think part of what happens with them as the demyelination is what they don't say is that like demyelination is stripping off the myelin basically from your nerve, so signals don't go through like they did. Or Frayed should. wires, the cables aren't solid anymore. Yeah. There, there was a bunch of memes that went around at one point about, like, I'm not drunk, I have MS. Like, so yeah. it looks like that. But what's worse is that it feels like that. Like, And I told the makeup girl that yesterday, and she was like, oh, like, that that's good, right? I'm like, no. Like, you've had one drink too many, and you think you can still do everything better than you ever could. It's the worst kind of drunk that you could want to be. So and you still have the confidence. Yes, but none of the motor skills match up and align. Like, it's the weirdest. So demyelination basically is tearing all that wiring, covering off. So what you're left with is what was there all along, and all the myelination is basically all that you did to cover up what was really there. And now it's all coming out. So apparently I was nuts when I was little. (laughs) So I have to work through all of that stuff. Like all of that thinking, all of that habitual addictive thinking wrote that you get into to like learn how to walk and eat and use forks and silverware, like all that stuff, it's all combined. Everything that requires dexterity. Anything that were, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. Don't, Don't let me put words in your mouth. I'm just. Anything that originally, like little kids when they're learning how to do stuff, you tell yourself or you're told how to do something. So that becomes like your structure of how to do stuff. So anything that requires that, whether it's dexterity, whether it's walking, whether it's talking, like how to form things, it's the way. So I have to rebuild all that. You can let it fall apart and never address it and just be a mush. I don't want to be one. I'm only 40. Like, so I have to, but the work is reteaching myself to not get caught up. Yeah. You know, you're 40, but you've been dealing with this for like n- nine years. So almost a quarter of that life. Yeah. So it's, I, I mean, I agree. You're 40 and you're young, but you've, it's funny to me. Remember when this happened? Happened. Remember when you started having symptoms and we went and got diagnosed? It was one of those, like you were convinced it's not going to, I don't know. This isn't going to be like, I'm not going to be that MS girl. Oh, Yeah. I was for it like I'm like any asshole new parent that's like everything's going to be the same like no it's not I'm not going to change nope we're not going to change we're going to be cool parents no there's a new person in your house like no matter what you have no idea what's going to happen yet right the future's unwritten that was me with a mess like I'm going to be fine I remember saying that to people like I'm fine I will be, but it's going to be way bigger of a process than I thought. So yeah, who that's knows? okay too. I'll just, and I'm already super different. And I yesterday like got to the point of being okay with that. Like 
when people, I don't know if this all happens, but when people had cancer, sometimes their hair grew back curly or a different color. Like that happens very frequently, yeah. So or my, not at all sometimes. Some people lose their hair. Some people get their hair back. It's really weird. Yeah, and my personality is just totally different. And for what? For so long, I was like, just be like you used to be. Like, I'm not, I was never genuinely like that anyway. So I have to let all that go feel like that was a struggle too that we could all see it was like i'm trying to be this way yeah we know you are <laughs> that's embarrassing so i have to just like come to it and be, be well, okay all, with that it's all of us but the rest of us think we're still fooling everybody and you know you're not you know it's a weird thing i know now i really thought i had one over on everyone for a long time <laughs> when i say we i mean like we as people yeah that's funny. Yeah, it Gosh. was horribly embarrassing to come to the realization that, no, no, people that were paying attention could totally see. <laughs> yeah, but isn't it kind of nice now that the, a lot of the people who thought you were like a fall down drunk, really was like, no, she might have been drunk, but she was falling down because she couldn't stand. Yeah. I mean, they're pros and cons, Amanda. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, I think you're just doing great, and um, I wanted to show everybody that, and that's sort of why you're here. But, um, you know, we do have all of the usual stuff to do, and since you are here, I figured you, you could do it with me. Uh, we've got the TBT. Okay. We've got East Coast Feet. Okay. Um, I'll let you choose which one of those you want to start with. TBT, please. Okay. It's kind of a trick. I, I sort of set you up there because they both could go either way. All right. You said TBT first, so I'm going to throw back to... I think it was March of 2019, and uh, what we're looking at here is Lufkakult weekend, and you'll know why I chose this date in a few minutes, but this was Lufkakult weekend. I think it was the last Lufkakult because 2021 was canceled because of, oh, the light, yeah. because of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag 2020 is canceled. Um, so with that, TBT, Lufkakult, Universal, roll it out.
the Kaz man are in the house. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. We're all in town for the look. Kazman and Brooke being in town for that? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I, th- I love that they're in that. Uh, well, so now you can probably put together why I chose that weekend. Uh, you, there's another, uh, we're, let's just go right into the East Coast okay. feed since we're doing it. Um, I'll play the whole East Coast feed TBT and then the new one. Okay. Roll it, Hal. This is a, yes. It's a, rem- it's a uh, industrial, it's only for them. Actually, the, you can put it on your Instagram. Why not? We can do it. Yeah. But then there's only the one question that remains. What's, What's that? that? Brooke Logan. Oh my god. <clears throat> Would you please become Kislaskis for the rest of your life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she said yes. <laughs> oh boy, what a ruse! <laughs> we had to do all these promos for this. Put it on. Let's make sure she fits. Oh. A lot of promos. Look at that. Are we good? Brooke and the Kazman, everybody. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Wow. That's a real thing. Yes, it's really rolling. It's happening. It's happening, yeah. Not only no, that, no. he's been planning this for months. Yeah. Months, Very long And time. I was like, we don't have a show, so but I'll come up with something. <laughs> come up with something. Uh, so, um, for everybody else, we played that clip twice because here's the real East Coast feed. Roll it, Hal. Mr. Ryan, do you know what happened? Mr. and Mrs. Kazlowski. Well, she ruined it. I just want to tell you ah, what happened tonight. Like Behind us, you can see a party going on, and in our friend Jody and Sarah's backyard, who you've met more than once on the East Coast feed, uh, Brooke and I got married in her back, their backyard. And, uh, it's, it's clearly oh. it's clearly after parties. Ice cream sandwich. And she has an ice cream sandwich. And I'm married. And she we we goes we are married. Just so you know. And that all started where on your show, right? Look, there's Michael. Michael, say hi to Jay. There you go. Did you guys want to see Coraline? Let's go take a look because she's by the fire right here. Hold on. The monkey. Oh, passed out. She might be a little tired. She's all t- she's all tuckered out. She had a long day today uh, being a flower girl and stuff like that. But uh, it was a good time. And uh, sorry I didn't take a video earlier. I was busy getting married and stuff. But uh, it all happened here. The whole family came. Uh, people from Long Island, Queens, Jersey, the whole tri-state represented. So there we go. There's the kid. There's the wife. There's the bro. And there we go. That's it. We love you guys. Hope you're having a great day. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm I love so it. glad. Yeah, I'm so glad that, that. I mean, I didn't really know they that that's when it was happening. Oh, so. I didn't either. You mean you didn't know they were getting married until after no. they got married? No, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I think they knew we weren't gonna, so I think they probably saved money on the stamp. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> he told me fun. it was coming up, and they to- he told me what they were doing and stuff, but I didn't know that it was now. Oh. I didn't know it was. 
This, I mean, well, I don't want to say anything. I've made it. I've made a couple of them. <laughs> Actually, I think I've only made one, as a matter of fact. I think that's, I wasn't there at the first one. I only feel like I was, because that was right when we met, when he got married the first time, when, we, when I was 18, and mm-hmm. he would have been 20-something. 1996. Working I met at Saturn, that one. Saturn, Saturn, the car company. It's a different kind of company. Different yeah. kind of car company. <laughs> I had one. Oh, fun. yeah, of course. You, your, your folks still have it up in Rochester? Maybe? I think it's gone. It? I think they got rid of it, but yes. The it wasn't gold it the winter sun. car for a little bit because it was all like nobody cared and if it slid into something? or Yeah, I mean, it was light, but we packed the trunk full. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so during that first TBT, I couldn't help but notice Hunziger. And Heather, miss them so much. So much. They're proper social distancers. They're not being social at all. They're just distancing. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, that clip of Jack Hanna on Letterman. We've now had Madeline. No, no. Who was it? Was it Madeline? It was Madeline Smithberg who, who, booked, who booked Jack them. Hanna yeah. on. I think that's so cool now. Weird. Uh, and that's it. That's it. And then it made me feel good. And congratulations to Brooke and the Kaz Man. Congratulations to Brooke and the Kaz Man. Welcome, that's, uh, welcome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy for them. I am too. The, I feel like he finally – I don't know if I would – I'm just going to say it. I feel like he finally figured out who he was. Yeah. So now it's he's got a girl who matches. Like it's it's fine. I think he was always – he, Something I used to complain about you and me too previous previously in life of being something. What's the, there's a song about it? Everything to everyone. She's everything to everyone. Yeah. Wanna 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 wanna. Everclear. <laughs> I used to think I had an authenticity meter, and you're really authentic. I knew how to read what was fake and what was real intellectually, but I didn't know how to feel what that meant. And mm. you're just real. And so he morphed into that. He was always putting on a face. And I always saw that part of him. And I love him so much, but like he was never that guy. Right. He's she, really real now. She brought that out in him. Good stuff. Yeah, it's pretty rare. Congratulations, rad. guys. Good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking great friends, by the way. That was a very nice backyard to have a home wedding in. I mean, it was really great. Yeah. Especially considering like you can't do more than that. I mean, that was only family there. You know, family and the and the the and the home people, the people whose home it was. I don't know what to say. The property owners <laughs> look nice. You know what I'm saying? You can't have a big event. You can't throw a wedding someplace right now. Yes, I've heard. <laughs> Been checking in with the news. Uh, my family, my brother's supposed to get married, and they might not be able to get married where they were supposed to next year. Oh, so they were going to do a like an actual wedding wedding? In a park, yeah. Oh, okay. And they probably the won't be able to. Well, I can recommend a very nice backyard. There's <laughs> options. They're just super bummed that that one won't work out. Because I'm sure it had meaning for them, probably. Yeah, yeah. of course. Always the case. Um, you know, you were on the Smoking Tire podcast. I just happened to notice that this morning because he put up another one that I worked on. And so I looked at the queue and I was like, oh, Nicole, because your name is even in the blur. Nicole Ryan, Jay and Nicole Ryan. Um, what was that experience like for you? And then we'll talk about your MS in your wheelchair. I was not as uh, bound up like talking wise as I am now. It was fun. Mm-hmm. 
He's a, I love that guy. Like he's just super charismatic and f- as are you to talk I mean, to, Matt. but you, yeah, Matt fair. Um, he, but he's comfortable in what he does and doesn't know both as are you. So he's very, very real. And it's one of the reasons I find it very easy to be around him. Mm-hmm. Remember how I thought like before I knew, like when we first found him, I was like, well, I mean, I guess, I don't know. You know, you, you can't really tell from watching a whatever. And then you get to know someone, you're like, oh, you're just freaking real. So yeah. we can just do that together. Wow, does that burn less energy? This is awesome. Yeah. And that's kind of where Breakfast Club, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people and whatever. Authenticity and real stuff is really nice. I feel like when we were starting to do It's Tonight Show, we, even though we were still being real and authentic, I feel like the, it, it started to seem like, are you? Are you sure you're being real and authentic? Because it doesn't like look I like you're being real and authentic. Real quick. It was – once I thought I knew what I was doing, I focused on trying to keep doing that. Yes. I shouldn't have done that. No, but nobody should. <laughs> but we all try to do that. Myself included. Everybody. Everybody who's ever performed. Yeah. I had to unwind all that back again. It was another layer of shit I added on that I didn't need. So it made this whole process longer. <laughs> Again, I say that's everybody. It's part of it. It's a big part, but I'm. Everyone learned from me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. It's, uh, Murray Manchenkel says, I feel like I just saw you, but that's because I was just watching the Smoking Tire podcast. Also, congratulations <laughs> to them. Uh, and Super, Super Drew says, Hi, Jay. Hi, Super Drew. Nice to see you. Hi, Very guys. Nice. There's only a few people watching, but it's nice. It's very exciting. Um, can we talk about the, the new stuff going on with you? So there's some new things. One, uh, how do you want to talk about the book? Because I know there's not really anything to say yet, but I do know that you're working towards something, and I think that's really exciting and that I want to share that with people. But I want to say that I want to tell people why you got your hair cut and stuff like that while you – you know what I mean? Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. Um, a book is not out. People keep asking me that. Don't, it's don't not... sum it up. You know what I mean? Like this is a nice long, take your time. I have, I found, I've been looking and I finally found a partner to help me do this because the writing I want very much to be mine. That's what the blog is about. He and I talked early on about like, do you journal? And it's like, I want to, but I can't write anymore. <laughs> One of my hands is significantly smaller than the other. And that happens to be my writing hand. So once I relearn how to do that, I will. But right now, it's easier just to type on my phone. So that's how I write. Um, so that's what's happening. So we're paring down we had to do like a chart of what chapters are and like how those stories flow and what that means. Um, so we're do we're in the middle of that, but his whole thing was like, shoot the cover early. We'll do pre-sale. We can set everything up and it'll be off your plate. Like you won't have to think about it anymore. Well, that's obviously a good thing. Yeah. I'm just I, saying the right things anyway. <laughs> he and I have an unspoken symbiotic nature that, like, w- he works in a calmer way than I do, but in a way that motivates me. Ooh. He's got a bunch of other things going on. Like, he. This is a professional. You call it a ghostwriter? 
he no. wrote a book himself, and so he knows how to do things that I just don't do. I but knew- would you call him a ghostwriter? No. no, no, I wouldn't because he is more involved and um, than I think. So he goes- is a producer. You're right about you called him a book producer before. Yeah, like he records what we talk about, and if people want his company to write books, he can do that. But it's not like. This sounds like something every creative wants. I mean, I would like to be able to just make the podcast and then hand it over to somebody else who then turns it into a machine or whatever. It's like if you could just write the book and then hand it off to somebody else who stamps it, covers it, publishes it, you know, whatever the heck. That's, I guess in the old days it was just a publisher, but the whole business is probably different now. Everything seems to be different. And I know you've talked about it with people of like, there's a whole business that if someone just did this part, mm-hmm. They, they could do it. And he's doing that part, but it's only one thing that he does. So he has a book. He's done all that. He helps friends from the business produce and make things. So he kind of incubates too a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I was looking. I wanted initially a manager guy, like someone to really hold my hand and to shepherd this along. Kind of tell I, you what moves to make and what not to make. Yeah, I thought that's too. what I needed. And what I really need is someone to tell me what people care about, like what's an important story. And having someone that knows our business where I don't have to explain what the setting is and then what happened, like it takes that out of the equation. So that's not important, Mm. which is such a cool, neat shorthand that lets me get so much more done. I think. I think it's just nice to have somebody else, just somebody somebody to bounce your ideas off of, to have somebody who isn't me or a friend who isn't really as in, uh, uh, invested as you are in the story. You know, well, what do you think about something? It's like, well, this guy's actually invested in this with you because he's a partner, right? I mean, isn't that how it's structured? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he's invested, and it, 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 it'll be great for him when this works out. Like, I love that model. Yeah. It's the only way I think makes sense. So he and he without devaluing you and what you bring to the table, I totally agree. Yeah. Otherwise, it, you're just pay- and and doing something different that anybody can buy it. That's the other thing. Yeah. Anything can buy it these days. It's a metrics game. It's a metrics universe. You can yeah. Just buy it. When we first like talked, he's like, "Do you want us to write the book for you, or are you going to write it?" I'm like, "I'm going to do it." It's harder. It's more real, though. Like, I don't want you to just send all this to a computer and have it spit out something. That's nuts. I've been working on this for years. Like, I've thrown out so many notes. I've I've done a lot of this already. So I don't want to just hand it over. We're doing it together. It's very cool. Are you done? Yeah. I'm going to learn how to be more succinct. Why? We all want to hear this stuff. You just stopped abruptly, so I was like, are you done? Oh. <laughs> my thought, yeah. I don't, I need to, yeah, I might get my story straight. He's, um. It's whatever you want it to be. Don't get nervous. Okay. He's just a fun guy. He's, I, I love talking with him. All right, great. The end. <laughs> Well, I'm very happy for you. So because of that, you had to shoot a cover because that's how marketing works these days. Everything's upside down, and you do the last thing first. Um, So you 
as you said in the beginning, you worked with an old photographer and an old uh, makeup person. But what can you tell us about that experience? Like, how about the cutting of the hair? How about, you know, all of that? How does that affect you these days? How does it feel? The cutting of the hair is surprisingly a big deal. I used to have really long hair and love it and did it every day, literally I dry, dried it and whatever. And now straightened I, it. One dried it and straightened it. Like, it was ridiculously tedious and it took so long and now I can barely lift anything so like I don't know what I was doing but um it was surreal to a like be a girl in that environment and genuinely not care because mm. the photographer was tech we were texting beforehand and I've known her for a long time but I've always had really long hair and she's like, don't you want a photo with long hair? I'm like, F five years ago, maybe. But like right now, like, no, thanks. Um, so it was an interesting experience to be more like one of the guys I used to work with versus the girls that I used to cover. Mm. Well, it's interesting. I think maybe part of it is just being on the talent side, right? That you, know, you used to have to have yeah. two Blackberries going and... God knows how many lists and itineraries, and you were also three shoots ahead or four interviews ahead or whatever. You were never really able to just be in the moment, and yesterday it was all about you. Your only job was to stay in the moment and do whatever they told you. Smile. Don't smile. You know, look this way. Look that way. Stay pretty. You didn't have to uh, do all that rigmarole. You were able to just be you. Yeah. That was uh... – I'm still in the process of figuring out who that is, so that's in itself also weird. But um, when I first started working, when I knew her, very few people had blackberries. So the only person that could reach me was my boss at the time. <laughs> so I was more in the moment at shoots, and that's what yesterday felt like. It felt like literally 20 years ago. Mm. So... Was that, before, was that was that a lot of things? Was that also just technology in general? Did you say that? Was it before? Was it be, uh, with the technology grew our um, refresh rate, the human refresh rate? You know what I mean? We're all functioning at a way different frequency yeah. than we were when we all had one BlackBerry and it was new and you only got your email on it, you know? Yeah, it was a different perspective. Like you could put a BlackBerry down and not be reachable. Point being though – I think it's a lot of stuff. Like, is it back then? You, yeah, yeah. No, I guess that's your, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm we're both trying to tell the same story. I'm also trying to. I'm for other people, it may be weird, but like, I'm also learning stuff from you right now. This isn't planned. This conversation isn't planned. As a matter of fact, we should probably tell you she didn't know she was going to be the guest on the show till about an hour before, and that was intentional. And, and yet I, she was the booked guest. <laughs> and I thank you. And I still got nervous, like a dodo. Um, but yeah, it was it's a different experience for sure. But technology changed. Now everyone's reachable and expects you to also be reachable. That's a hard. And thing. that's the tricky part. Like shutting off at shoots. Like the shoots. Like yesterday went almost two hours longer than it was supposed to. And I learned that through experience. Like always, a lot more time. Yeah, like do, it's yeah. never gonna be short. But you don't want to have your taillights at the actual taillights time because you'll never, ever, ever make it. Totally. Means like last man out, last tail, nothing but the last truck. All you see is taillights. 
but when we did photo shoots before and there was no, no urgency to end anything, like no one was calling you, no one had cell phones, like no one was buzzing you to get home or do this. It was like you oh, could weird. really lay into the shoot and like new ideas would come up that's and right. that's what would take longer. But those were usually the shots we used. I do miss that element of the creative process when there used you there used to be breathing room you know you watch yeah. mad men and it's like all right yeah all right sure they smoked and drank pretty much the whole time went to the movies and everything else but there's a lot of truth in that you know maybe it was excessive in in the 60s or maybe it was just generational maybe it got less and less and now we're just it there's no time for that shit um but i loved when there was time and not to be lazy or whatever in fact everybody's working they're cranking double time in their minds but like you said, the best stuff would come out of that. And sometimes, you know, having those constraints of, oh, whatever, we're working out, it's almost the time. Like, sometimes the magic that we all know from our favorite thing got to us that way. It was never planned. It was never scheduled. It was, we ran out of time. We, we, we were over. That famous shot of uh, Indiana Jones with the crazy sword guy, and he just, <laughs> that, was an imp- that was an improv thing by, ha- by uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, really? He, yeah, he had distance. He was sick as a dog. And there was a whole, it was going to be a whole fight scene, and they just did one. He did one like that. You can see it in his face. This guy's been evacuating his whole body. He's very dehydrated in that scene. <laughs> that's amazing. And it's a famous story. And it's like, that's one of the best, it's one of the most comic moments of that movie, and it's very memorable. Covers didn't used to be booked. It was like they do like multiple shoots of different people, and yes. then whichever the better shot was got the cover. And so as a publicist, you, of course, wanted the cover. You would do the news of the week or the month or whatever it was, and then, however, the top of that, the, whatever, the cream rose to the top and became the cover. And versus we knew... Versus we are going to schedule the cover. Yeah, and we would find out probably days before issue, issues went to print because the interview was longer if you got a cover. So oh, we, so they would have to come back to you They sometimes. would have to call us to set the interview to get a longer slot right and that's when we knew we had the cover so there was there's a whole knowing you won the award because like oh they need the clip even though you're not showing up of yeah yeah i gotcha and so there was something really intrinsically cool about knowing that you couldn't say anything but it was before ndas because that's when NDAs kind of announced to the world what was happening this was really secret like only you and the editor knew and there was something really magical about that. Like, I know you talked about something similar, like being an NBC early. I had that feeling the first time I went to SNL. I went downstairs to get something and had to go outside, and it was snowing, and it was magical and beautiful. And I had to go back up to the host. It's that same kind of feeling of, like, I'm in on something so cool and so special and so unique and people wouldn't find out for a couple weeks. For me, there was something weird about that SNL thing you're talking about because I had the exact same experience. When you it, you, it felt like everybody, it feels, how's this? The people walking around the streets of New York, that to me felt like the world. That's the world. There's Japanese businessmen. There are, there are bums on the street. There's everything in between. There's every different color, shape, person, men, women, whatever. The New York City streets were the world. At the center of all of that is 
Rockefeller Plaza. And at the center of that is 30 Rock and this big towering thing. And in the center of that is this magical antenna that beams all of these shows out to that world. So everybody on the street level kind of wants to get in and up that building. And I don't know that that's true, but that's what like that's how it felt to me. That's it how fe- it all it felt. Feels and then like it went that. up there and then it goes out to the world again. And it's it's this crazy So there's something about all of that and being inside I get it. Everybody wants to go up and you could just go out for a cigarette or whatever you were doing back then and just, oh, here's my pass. I'm I'm allowed to do this. But oh, and right I went way. in like a back door. Like it was really neat. Like you were with the host of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and so I knew all the security guards, like I knew everyone and I knew people that worked in the buildings, like because I worked with them to get reviews and stuff. It was the coolest thing. Yeah. And so having this magazine background before all the technology dominated everyone's attention, when you could just lean into the creative part of it and let the photographer and the artist like get comfortable with each other, which takes longer than you think. It's not dissimilar to cooking, I always say, with photo shoots and all in the, the um, interviews, the same thing. Like, you got to let the soup simmer. Like, you can't, you can't just turn the heat on more and make it the same no it's got to be on a nice got to marinate and it's got to absorb the energy around and they talent absorbs bad energy too so you can see what people vibe when they do interviews now everything's on camera but you could you could read between the lines Mm -hmm. of some it was interesting it's good stuff uh, back to your hair. How did it feel when she physically cut your hair? Because we, we, you cut it a couple, like two years ago, I think. And it yeah. was a big deal. Um, I love cutting it now. Like, she asked me if she could use a razor to cut it. And mm-hmm. I thought she meant like a, a vroom vroom, like one of those, like shavers. <laughs> I think she means more of the straight. Yeah, okay. She they did. Kind of chop into it. But I got excited. I was like, I can't keep that up. And she's like, no, no, just to cut it. Like, oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. But, so I thought she was going to do shave my head. Like, like an NXXS kind of a, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So it was. I think it's the same logic. Somebody told me this once. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's the same logic as with flowers. Like, oh, the hair stays healthier if it's just sliced the one direction. You know, how I've you're heard only that. supposed to slice flowers with a knife. And, at an and angle, on yeah, yeah. And on heart. There's something about that, and I don't know that that's actually true or not. <laughs> but I, but it sounded really good to me, and I totally believed it. So I'm here. It is. <laughs> Looks, I love it. It felt great. I it, looks amazing. We all love it. I love that you love it. I genuinely just feel it differently now. Like it's so much lighter. That's what I noticed the minute she because she did it in sections. Mm-hmm. And I could tell, I could feel the sections that were cut because it's heavy when it's not. When it's just sitting there? Yeah, it's really heavy. Like, why do girls do that? Well, wait, yeah, wait, and warm too, right? Is the heat, do you notice a heat difference now that it's? Yes. Now that your neck is exposed, yeah, it's, it's not covered? Air gets yeah. through. It's the weirdest thing. But Well, in a weird way, though, I would imagine that that would help you with your regulation because you're that's another ms thing and it was a you thing even before we knew you had ms like your regulation just is not really that great no it, it it's not great at all it's getting better i'm oh, getting good. temperature sensitivity back in my mouth that's amazing 
it's great. Oh, excuse me, I have to let the cat out. But but it's a great time to bring up though uh, your new uh, wheels over there. You were awesome, and I have a new wheelchair now, which is it helps me not have to walk. I'm super grateful Wait, for that. Hey, meow meow. <laughs> But it really helps with my energy more so. That's what I noticed. And I wasn't planning on that part. I guess the cat's just going to stay there. It wasn't, uh, it helps with your energy. You weren't planning on that? I thought that was the whole. uh... It probably was. I was so caught up in like, what was me? Like, I I needed a wheelchair. Uh, At first that like, I only thought about my legs because I don't walk really well right now but it helped my energies helped me conserve it so much not having to i realize how much pain i'm in that i don't know i'm in yeah so that takes a ton of energy to mask that we only used it out of the house the one time saturday when we no sunday when we went to malibu kitchen Mm -hmm. but um it was like an hour or so in when it starts to get loud and rowdy uh when we kind of look at each other and we're like I can see it in your eyes. It's time to go. Sometimes you're like, no, I can stay. But I'm like, the eyes are rolling. <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you do that to you? Why would I do that to you? Um, but this was a day where you were like, no, I'm fine. I mean, you, your eyes were up. You were talking to people the whole time. In the weirdest way, you in the seated position allows you, but comfortable in your core and everything, allows you to keep your eyes up and connect with people like you always used to when people fell in love with you. Yeah, you get really, it's easy to get hunched over. And I do that sometimes when I sit to be comfortable. But it takes me out of conversations because I'm not at anyone's level. This really helped with that. Oh, that's good. Thanks. I know it's not something that's fun. It's not something that we want. It's just something that we have to deal with right now. I see it as temporary. Like this whole thing is getting energy back. It's really slow, but like now, now that I've said it specifically, like I'm rewiring stuff in here. It's a slow, arduous, difficult process. But like not having to expend the energy on standing up it really helps that move faster. So hopefully, I'll be better soon. Plus wheelies. We do I wheelies. Mean, who complains about that? It is the best side effect. I thought it was kind of fun. I mean, it, you know, it it, for, it was less. A, it was not at all for me. It was equal parts you in your whatever, and then also other people. Other people don't really know how to. Oh, she looks fine, but she's got a cane. Oh, she looks fine, but she's in a wheelchair. Like they don't really know how to deal people ask me all the time laughing and like it's a fun thing it's like you don't have to be scared it's not a big deal yeah people tend to think i hurt my foot and i'm like because you seem healthy yeah i'm like no it's like way different (laughs) falling apart on the inside so this helps make that stop well you're rebuilding i guess rebuilding on the inside yeah i hope i mean that's all i can do i'm gonna be different now that i'm Leaning into that, like, 
okay, what am I going to be? I get to find out. I'm like one of those weird sponge capsule things that we have when we were kids. You know, there's something they say. <laughs> That's very funny. There's zoo, zoo animals. You don't know what it's going to be until you put it in. Yeah, we had a set oh, of dinosaurs. Dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what those are called. Um, it. I feel like, you know, this is the part that, that um, I call it the great unknown. This is the part where, you know, you're going into something without having prepped it to death. You don't know what's coming next. You don't know what tomorrow holds. And, um, and there's something terrifying about that, but there's also something really freeing once you're okay with that. Yeah, I'm close to letting go of all the wanting to control. I keep catching myself wanting to control things, but I can't. But that's okay, right? As long as you catch yourself. And then, and then next time you'll catch yourself sooner and eventually you won't. Yeah. Do it at all. I mean, that's the hope. Uh, that awareness. You, if you have the awareness for something and it bothers you, you will fix it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. The it, it just requires energy to have that presence and awareness sometimes that I don't have, but I'm working to get it back. That's another thing that people don't really realize. It's like, you know, we spend all the energy to create our worlds and whatever they look like and whatever. Um it's so much less energy to, to actually just be y- y- you. Living what's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, re- and find the beauty in it because it, it's here. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was telling uh, the girl that did my makeup yesterday and cut my hair, thank God. Um, her name's Michelle. And I was talking with her yesterday of like, this is – She's lovely. She had a ton of questions, but she's awesome. She just asked very blatantly and candidly, like, what things are about. She's a super spiritual, aware person, and she's way smarter than anyone ever ever gives her credit for. Um, we talked about that too, but this is the what I think MS is just a physical manifestation of everything we're trying to avoid. So I have to come to terms with all that stuff and let it go. And her whole thing was like, everyone has to do that. And everyone does that in their own time. I'm like, that's great. I'm super limited because I'm running out of time. (laughs) We just laughed about it. Like, it is what it is. Like, what do you do? I agree with you. I think that's a great, I think, I, I just think it's great that you are able to now. There was a time when you weren't able to laugh. And you weren't laughing at it and you would get upset with other people. And, you know, there was just a, there was a time where you, the, the adjustment period, I guess, the adjustment period. And it made it hard for between us. And then it made it hard when we went out because we always had that kind of like a, we're, we're struggling, you know. And the fact that that, even though what's going on with you sucks right now, the fact that that struggle at least is going away a little bit um, or at least a lot, I should say. Um, I'm just so grateful because that used to occupy both of our energy a lot. And then not only are we, we don't have it for us, but we don't have it to give to the world either. And the whole point is like, we want to give love and good vibes to the world and, and yeah. help move the needle, you know? It was, I think part of what made me so unhappy was the dissonance of wanting to be so authentic and real and being completely not. Like I, I was in so much pain and I hurt so much and I was literally deteriorating by the day 
but I didn't look it and I didn't talk about it because how do you talk about that positively? And I'm not a maudlin person. Like, Also, we have a show every day at that point. And like, are you going to talk about it every day to people? Yeah, like it was crazy. So um, being able to just be is a gift. Like you don't think about it, but we all walk around trying to create all the time and make things how we want them to be. It's like, what do you really want? Yeah. So. yeah a lot of truth to that. Well, how do you feel about this experience? I mean, we don't have to wrap it up. We can keep talking, but it's 55 minutes. How do you feel how this has gone? How how do you feel about how you've been? Have you been authentic tonight? Yeah. I, I had to too. remind myself to just stop sometimes, but that's good. So progress the thing it's so funny you know we think we're fooling everybody we people like we as humans who have that face on of like ah, everything every like people can see through it and whether they know they can or not they can because they feel it's something hinky said whatever we all can some are more in tune than others i'm assuming right like anything there's a spectrum mm-hmm. i think so it's just uh I would imagine like when I, and I hate to make everything about this, but this was such a big deal for me. I would imagine like when I did the microphone story and everything and, and confess, basically, when I went to confession and told you all about the microphone story, <laughs> how I, the whole thing, I would imagine that it's um, what you're going through is a little bit freeing. I was very freed by that. It was like, oh, I confronted the thing that I was always afraid of. I didn't realize I was afraid of it. And it sounds like you're saying I was afraid of showing the real me because it wasn't as good as the fake me <laughs> in your mind. Yeah. I, I, th- I felt very sorry for myself for a while in that nothing was what I had worked so hard to make it look like it was. Life-wise. Yeah, which w- my job, me, my physical, like nothing lined up. So now that I'm just like, it is what it is. <laughs> Again, that's freeing, though. It's very freeing. It's, yeah, the great unknown. All right. Um, well, is there anything else you want to talk about? Is there anything? How about this? I'd like to ask you one final question. Sure. Is there anything anybody out there can do for you? Everybody I talk to wants to do something for you. Everybody. Everybody I talk to privately about you. What can we do for her? What does she need? What can we? What can people do for you? And you don't need to answer. Like th- We could check in with this all the time. This doesn't need to be like a... List three things, and that's your answer. (laughs) (laughs) We can continue to check in. That would be great. But the easy answer that everyone can do is just be comfortable with yourself. That's it. Tell them. Please be comfortable with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, we take on everyone's crap so like we don't need it that's selfish but you don't need it either just ever so just be comfortable bravo please i love you i love you too did you enjoy this yeah it's good to be you're gonna have to get used to it if you're writing a book and and it's about you know you and your life because of all the other people that won't be mentioned but are in it you know I'm getting used to it slowly. I'm used to being in control of everything, and I'm used to not being. You know what I think? I think you're going to fall into a comfort zone when you realize how similar it is to your old life, but you don't have the pressure anymore. You're going to have the old life that you had, 
but you're not going to have the responsibility that you used to. It'll be all different responsibility, but you will be there again. You've got, you saw it, you got a taste of it yesterday, like the respect you used to have and command and appreciate. Yeah, that was nice. It was fun to talk old stories and see that part again. I it was very it. cool to watch, by the way, and listen to Thanks. you guys. I'm you worked really you worked on so much cool shit. There's a lot of stuff on our wall that those people worked on and the, the, the stories of other people. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, and uh the makeup hair girl texting me another one. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, you found out you worked with yeah, with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um okay. All right. Well, I'm Thanks glad you're having about this. me. <laughs> this is still your show too. It's just you know, there's growing pains, and if you remember in the beginning, the whole thing was we started a podcast so that you could find your voice, so that you could write. You took some time off the podcast to go do that finally. So you're doing what you should be doing, in my opinion. If you want to come back here at some point, okay, but you're doing what you should be doing. I would like for you to host your own podcast, just a podcasty type thing, set it up at the table in the other room like we originally did. I think you should do that, New Life of Old Nicole, and I'll help you with it. Not telling you to do it, just saying that's what I think. Um, because I think that you are going to have, when this thing happens, I think you're going to have a whole, your mom's house. Like, you know what I mean? There, this could be, depending on who you partner with and some of the names we've thrown around and they're big people who have the resources to just incubate you. Like, yeah. like we're both looking for, like, I think it'll just happen for you first <laughs> as it should. We're on a fun ride. Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens. It's good stuff. All right, um, back to back to you. Back to my friend at home. I'm sorry I didn't check in with you that much tonight. Dealing with Mrs. Ryan here. It's good stuff. Um, <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Good Vibes Breakfast Club. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it already. Uh, we'll be up at Plan B. There's Bo Schmo right there. Plan B, Bear Divide. And uh, I wanted to show this beautiful picture that David uh, Keens took the other day. That was last Friday. So we'll be up there, Bear Divide, tomorrow, 9 to 11. Is what it is. Not an event. Not a club. All welcome. <laughs> I don't know what I, I – you know, it's funny. I think some people take offense to the not a club thing because there are so many car clubs. We have nothing against car clubs. In fact, I should say this. This is important because it will be a – I'll put it up as a single thing, a cut up, cut away. What do you call this? Cut down. Um, we don't have any problem with other clubs. The issue was that we accidentally named our thing Breakfast Club and then it was like, well, how do I join? Where do I, how do I sign up? And the whole thing. It was like, no, 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 it's not a club. It's just because of breakfast. It was a bunch of weirdos. It was like we were all in detention. It was like Friday morning. Don't you guys have work? Like there was a whole thing in the beginning. So it became all welcome, not a club. Breakfast club, not a club. It, it's, not, it's not meant to offend or upset anybody else if it does. Apologies. But yet, I mean, sorry for you for taking it that way. It's kind of built in, I think, but. It's it a fun morning. Yeah. So anyway, we'll be up at Bear Divide. See you there. Plan B. And uh, Saturday, Saturday, I've got to tell you all about, my gosh, babe, we didn't do the, <laughs> who's paying for this? <laughs> I said, I can't wait till the end. I'm going to wait till the end again. All right. Before I tell you all about the rest of the stuff, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, hey. <laughs> oh, I fogged my glasses up with that hey. 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 Knock it off. If you're in the part of the country where you should be wearing a mask and you see someone who isn't, you could say to them, hey, need a mask? Shophunziger.com. That's what we did. <laughs> I miss the audience. Your laughter is the best. Everybody says. 
Everybody says. Uh, shout out to Nicholas Hunziger and uh, Heather, of course, as we said before. Hi, so great seeing them in the video and seeing that car. I just I, I miss I miss driving with him. Like I, he was a really good driving buddy. We were very similarly. He's a good driver. Me, but you know what? I mean? It was fun. Um, speaking of paying the bills, and speaking of this weekend, cars in the canyon. Cars in the Canyon's going on down at, uh, I don't know where it is, but sign up. <laughs> well, it's, I, don't, I just don't remember the name of the actual place, but uh, uh, it's a great event. There's going to be lots of Ford and Ferrari cars there, Ford versus Ferrari. Cool. Actual screen-used cars and, uh, and their owners, and many, many, many Porsches and other vehicles as well. Uh, Bruce Brown will be there, I know for sure. Auto Kennel and I are going to pop by, I think. Uh, cool. I don't think Mrs. Ryan will be there because that's a long that's a longer day. Sounds also, like a long day. We need you to save up for uh, Sunday morning where we have... Uh, Malibu. But, 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 speaking of cars in the canyon, I'm excited because I'm going to see Jeff Sinclair. Hopefully we'll see him as well tomorrow at Breakfast Club. Jeff Sinclair of Sinclair Insurance. I hope I see you. Coverage for your toys.com. Let me tell you about it. What's that, Jay? Ah. Uh, <laughs> they say all that separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. Sinclair Insurance has coverage for your toys. What kind of toys, Mrs. Ryan? All kinds, I think. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Boats, RVs, cars, collector cars, really, truly anything. Uh, we joked about having one of those kegerator lawnmowers. That's fine. Those bar stool things that they race down the street. That's fine, too. Uh, anything you need insurance on, anything you want to protect. Does it have to move? No, you can do your house, your business. That's um, expansive, guys. Trying to think what else you would insure that doesn't move. So your sloth, you can insure your sloth if you want. <laughs> <laughs> boathouse sure yeah well that's a property absolutely yeah and Get the boat in it. it i highly recommend you insure both through coverageforyourtoys.com um coverageforyourtoys.com 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 <laughs> thanks for insurance it's good he's driving the m3 out Ooh. yeah the, the like a the e30 like i drove paul uh, kennels recently it's uh, so be nice to see. Yeah, I love those cars. So fun. Anyway, that's all the stuff. So Cars in the Canyon and then Malibu on Sunday. Long goodbye? Sure, you bet. Love you, Mrs. <laughs> Ryan. We love you at home. Please love one another. Uh, focus on the positive. Hang in there. The election's crazy. There's flies on people's heads. I don't know what's going on. It's nuts out there, but I don't think it's going to get better before November. So um, please, please, please love one another. Focus on the good. We are far more alike than different. I promise. Love you. Love you. Nice. You good? How'd it feel? Weird bit. I really appreciate you doing this. <laughs> Welcome. Once you realize you're great, you're even greater. Now everybody gets to see how you walk. Yeah. <laughs>